Welcome to Xbox On, episode 173. I'm your host, Jesse DeRosa, and today I'm joined by a special guest uh, for something we've never done on the show before. I'm really excited to introduce you guys today to uh, Omar Smith. Omar, welcome to Xbox On. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy to hear. This is your first the first time you've ever had a guest on Xbox on? Well, I had my brother on once during like that New Year's time period where there's no news just for like a goof off show, but this is the first time I've ever had like, you know, like a guest who's someone, you know, it's kind of cheating when you have your brother yeah. on, you know. So I guess this technically it's, this counts as like the first like real guest. No no offense, Frankie. <laughs> well, um yeah, it's a, it's an honor. Uh, I've been watching the show for a minute now, so just to be on it, it's already surreal. Um, yeah, pleasure to be here anytime, Jesse, for sure. Yeah, no, thank thank you so much for uh, agreeing to do this. Honestly, this Xbox on is a small show, so I don't expect me to be able to have any kind of reach or anything. So I, I, I greatly appreciate your time and, and you agreeing to want to take pride, uh, part in this. Uh, anyway, so obviously for those listening, this is a pretty different run of show for Xbox on. Let me just real quick give you what's going on. If you're listening to this, it is the week of September 22nd it is episode 173. I am not home right now. I'm out of town. So instead of skipping a week of the show, which I would never do, I've told you unless I'm dead, we're not skipping the show. I figured I'd had to do something pre-recorded since I can't predict the news two weeks out. What I'm doing here is uh, we're doing some kind of evergreen content, a conversation I think will be really interesting to a lot of you guys, but we'll also give you something to listen to that week. So uh, if you want the news, I'm sure there you got some other podcasts out there, but if you want some Xbox on, we still got something for you. So Omar, the reason I wanted to have you on today is because uh, you have the very unique and exciting position with uh, what your job, what your day job is and how that pertains to what, you know, what we at Xbox on and all of us love to talk about. So do you want to give us like the quick elevator pitch of like who you are and what oh, you yeah, do? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so my name is Omar, Omar Smith. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Omarketer underscore. Um, as you can see, Omar and Marketer have uh, some, some correlation there. I do marketing for Xbox, uh, specifically Game Pass. And so I went to Morehouse College. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but uh, Jesse, you spent some time in Atlanta as well. So we have that connection there, too. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I went to Georgia yeah. State. So we're like really close. So you neighbors. get the connection there. And I definitely miss the food, yeah. you know, being over there. And hopefully, you know, this is Xbox <laughs> on at some point we got to get into the food. Um, but yeah, oh, I, that's not food. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah go so, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead. I don't. This is about you. I don't want to. See yeah, under. Uh, I, I want to give you the TLDR. I was I went to college um, at Morehouse College. I majored in marketing. Um, if you take a step back, it, it was like middle school when uh, I was like, you know, just watching the Super Bowl, and I was really into the different advertisements. Doritos had one I really liked, a few others, but one really stood out to me, and it was actually not even Xbox. It was Surface. Uh, it was like they had these Surface tablets, and they were clicking them together, uh, and they had, like, the different colored ones, and they did this whole flash mob big um, commercial, and I was really, like, enthralled by it. Uh, I knew at that point I kind of wanted to learn more about marketing, uh, then I saw how the Xbox uh, 360 and Xbox One were were marketed. I, I love the the way that we position like our advertising. It, it's really the, the way that we're able to like make it seem like a big generational leap, and then also have like these big communities that are really invested in uh, what's new and what's coming in in the world of gaming. I was just very uh, in tune with that culture and really loved it. Uh, and so 
Microsoft at a very young age actually was a uh, big destination for me. It was like a, a top choice even before I even knew what specifically I wanted to do within marketing. But then, you know, I, I get all the way into Morehouse uh, in Atlanta and I, I majored in marketing. I did a whole bunch of different programs, but uh, I knew I wanted to be in gaming and I knew I wanted to be in tech. Like I, I watch all the your average uh, YouTubers, like your average consumer, Austin Evans, Linus Tech Tips, all those unboxings, uh, different videos like that. Uh, I was in I was in the tech the entire time and I would watch streamers uh, like as a, as a hobby, basically. Uh, but I say all that to say uh, I applied for this program called the Microsoft Ace program. And it's really a program designed to get people that are in undergrad um, or they're getting their master's degree or even working in the Microsoft stores program. Uh, and so you're able to kind of have a, all the branch extended to you from there so that you can transition into your first job in corporate America. And so I uh, was fortunate enough to, to be reached out to, and they told me to apply for the program. I was already on my radar. Uh, I, I had done a few other marketing programs that we can talk about uh, if you want, uh, but I did those things before. And so I had a really fleshed out resume. And so eventually I had my big interview day where I had like four back-to-back -back interviews in Redmond, Washington. Uh, the next thing you know, I was accepted into the ACE program. And amongst all the different uh, different product lines that, that Microsoft has, like Surface and uh, M365 and Cloud, uh, Azure, whatever, uh, what so have you, I was selected to be a part of uh, Xbox and, and the gaming division, and specifically Game Pass. Uh, and as you know, Game Pass is such a growing com commodity, and I was really able to, in my first rotation, uh, touch a lot. Uh, and do some very cool work that we can talk about. I really like the vision of Game Pass and what we're trying to do for gaming. Uh, and so I've heard you talk greatly about Game Pass, which makes me very warm and fuzzy. Uh, but honestly, working on that team was an uh, absolute pleasure. And it honestly doesn't even feel like a year's went by because uh, every day, like, I was learning something totally new. And it's, like, surreal even now to think about. Dude, that's that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of why I wanted to have you on because it's it's so mesmerizing to. Uh, I think it's so cool is because you're so kind of early into that that stage of your career that it's it's relatable. I think to a lot of us, I, I, maybe it's just more relatable to me because I'm obviously in a similar similar time in my life and in my career where it's just like you're kind of getting into it and the possibilities are endless. So just to hear that, like that's that's where you got to start and everything. I think it's obviously incredibly exciting. And I want to get more into that. I, I do want to just take it like, take it from the start, take it back all the way to when you were born <laughs> and kind of go all the way up. Maybe not that far back. Cause I don't think anyone wants to hear about when you were being potty trained or anything, but uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is that how you say it for humans? I'm, I'm, as a cat owner, I'm just thinking about how you would, yeah, you say the same thing for human babies as you say, babies, right? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can take it but, back. Um, yeah. You, you, I mean, honestly, uh, if we even took it back to, to high school, I think that might even be a, a good place to start. Yeah. And I think it's cool that right, right off the bat, you know, it wasn't necessarily Xbox in particular that drew you uh, just because I, I, of course, never afraid to admit I love Surface as well. It's uh, I don't I don't mean to be like a like a shill for like some major tech corporation. They don't need you know, they're, they're doing just fine without me. They don't need my undenying support. But I do love Surface uh, very much uh, to the same extent that I love Xbox. So. Uh, I think that's cool. I, I think I know exactly which trailer or which uh, 
commercial you're referring yep. to it was like back in the surface rt days it's like that one that takes place on a college yep. campus yep. and it's like all yeah <laughs> in my mind i can play the trailer it's very specific but yeah that's a lot of clicking and tapping it's very fun but uh anyway yeah so obviously i, I assume gaming plays a, a decent part of a decent role in your life and your upbringing. I, I, oh, yeah, right. definitely. And I mean, you do actually uh, break my heart a few times. I mean, I've, I've commented uh, whenever you say negative things about Kingdom Hearts. I mean, we don't have to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> now that I'm here, I definitely have to like bring it up <laughs> because, yeah, like <laughs> cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> because, yeah, like, I actually do have very fond memories with that with that series. And for someone who loves Disney so much, I was always shocked by that. <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts, is a good one. I know, what a what a missed opportunity. I like I actually like a lot of like over the top ridiculous Japanese yeah. shit. I love I love Disney stuff, but with me, for me and Disney, it's more particularly like the theme parks. It's not just like I'm obsessed with like Little Mermaid yeah. or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you would you would think it's a match made in heaven. I want to like Kingdom Hearts. You got to understand this. It's not like I'm not looking to hate it. I just I just can't accept the premise. Yeah. Of Kingdom Hearts, and I don't want to take that away from you or anyone else who loves it, but uh, it's listen, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> and and the worst part is, like, I had to. Um, there was a time where I was I was working for this Disney website, and I was like the video game guy. So they made so like it was my job to play all of Kingdom Hearts three front to back and talk about it. And I already knew at that point in my life I didn't like Kingdom Hearts, oh, so man. I was just like drowned. <laughs> okay, we don't have to get into that. This isn't about me. <laughs> well, no, like I I honestly love to get that insight. Um, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts is, you know, one of my favorite, favorite games. I don't know why, maybe it's the nostalgia piece of it. Uh, but I can honestly recall times where I'm going on YouTube, just looking up, honestly, theories of what's about to come out with Kingdom Hearts and the mind of Tetsuya Nomura and all that. Uh, but that's neither here or there. Just, that's one of the, the, the games I really, you know, loved growing up and that was on the PS2. Um, but my first yeah. ever console was actually the original Xbox. Um, and so, yeah, oh, really? so I, I think I was four years old. I might be off. I was born in 99. Um, but yeah, we got it into our household and my older sister, she, uh, it was honestly meant for her because she was much older. She's seven years older than me. I'm 23 right now. Um, and so mm -hmm. she got Halo 2. And they gave me, like, uh, a game based off, uh, well, it was literally The Incredibles. Um, it was, like, one of those uh, double-A yeah. games. The, the licensed yeah, game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I played that on GameCube. I know exactly what okay, you're talking about. Yeah. And so, like, back then, I, I tried to, to get into The Incredibles. When I loved the movie back then, which I'm pretty sure that was the, probably the rationale behind them getting me that. Um, and so, you know, I definitely played it. It was fun. But seeing my sister play Halo 2 was super, super fun. Like, that's when I really realized that, like, gaming was the one for me. Because, like, that's when I first saw that people were playing online um, and the connectivity of just, like, having shared experiences through gaming uh, was really introduced to me at a young age. Um, and then, honestly, just all the things that were possible in Halo 2 that I never thought was possible in any video game or any digital form uh it was just super fun uh and then I, I played through the campaign i was really captured in by the story um and then i from there then on i was just a big xbox fan and a master chief um fan and so um since then uh that's really where my love for gaming took off uh and then you know we, we get through all the different console generations um ps2 i was on that pretty heavy 
uh, on the Wii when that when that became uh, prevalent. But then, <laughs> yeah, the Wii was awesome. Wii. <laughs> like like when that holiday season came around and we were playing bowling and boxing and all that. That's probably the closest I felt to like my parents playing video games because the the yeah, barrier to entry cool. was so not not that much and like they were able to just pick up the the joystick and just play with me or whatever it's called what what is what they call the Wii one? yeah no the uh, Wii, yeah we remote <laughs> yeah and so that, yeah. that was like just good times good times yeah that that's that's important that is important and honestly up until that point there was nothing like the Wii because like obviously you can you can point to other things now and like how accessible gaming is with free to play and all that but just the uh the broad audience appeal of the Wii was so I know it's like something that gamers harp on and make fun of because it's like it wasn't a real console, quote unquote. But uh, that I mean, that was a notable thing to just be able. That's cool. Like you mentioned playing with your parents because, yeah, that's I think it's probably the only time I ever saw my mom ever play a video game was probably when she tried Wii yep, Bowling. Definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. and another great thing when it comes to, to video games, I feel like whenever a game comes out, um, same thing with music, really, like it's kind of tied to a certain era of your life. And so I can view my first experience with with the original Xbox and playing Halo with my older sister as like me being introduced into gaming. And then uh, playing the Wii with all my family was a very connected um, space for me. Uh, But then, you know, my parents got divorced. Dun, dun, dun. You know, it was crazy. Um, I was nine years old. And then from there, what happened? Um, I got an Xbox 360, right? um i was i was upset. that makes up for it a little <laughs> yeah bit, right? i was upset about the divorce but <laughs> i had a new game console and that i had to unplug and take to my mom's house every two weeks then unplug and take it back to my dad's house um and we were going back and forth um but the one thing that stayed with me it was my xbox you know i i had my my place where i was able to immerse myself after school and then when my dad you know remarried i actually had a new stepbrother um and all of his 360 games became our 360 games. So I felt great. Um, and that's where I got, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you know, entrenched in even more video games. And um, that's where also when I got into, uh, believe it or not, WWE, um, I started to love that a lot. Mm. That's when the uh, SmackDown versus Raw games were coming out, 2010, 2011. I spent a lot yeah. of time on those. Um, and yeah, like, that's also when I first got to play Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, because that was actually his game that I got from his collection. So, honestly, like, gaming has been with me, like, for so long. Uh, I, I can talk through having an older stepbrother and how middle school went, but then I finally got the high school, uh, got the Xbox One. That was uh, an experience we can talk about. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the I started Xbox my first one, job at 16 uh, at Taco Bell. Oh God! Tell us everything. It's new, new shift. Forget <laughs> about Xbox. Tell us what it was like working at Taco. I was Bell. so, you know, I'm so glad you asked because, <laughs> like, one thing I love when I when I go on this podcast is that you're going to talk about Taco Bell at some point, either that or, or Mountain Dew. <laughs> and um, I'm, you know, yeah. I love both of those things working at Taco Bell. Um, I worked in the drive-through, <laughs> um, but we don't call it you know, drive-through person. We call it service champion, actually. So that's a, a little Taco Bell service uh, insight. You got their food champions who are actually back there wrapping the burritos, putting together your tacos. Then we have the service champion that's out there making sure your dining area is clean, greeting the customers, um, and 
giving them the best experience you possibly can. And that was that was my job. Um, and so it was a, probably the, the most fun I've had um, and probably the most ideal uh, job for someone who is in high school because I was finally making some money. Um, it was mm-hmm. right next to my house, so it was very convenient. And whenever we messed up anything, like I got all of the mess up orders just in the back waiting for me. Um, and so, nice. yeah, and then lunch breaks, we got a little credit so we can eat. And then probably the most notable thing um, that I can put on my resume is that I was there for the beta test of the Naked Chicken Chalupa. Uh, do you remember that? I absolutely remember that, the Naked Chicken Chalupa. So you got to try it before everyone yeah. else did? Uh, they called us all in on a Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what it was for, but they were just they were just uh, reviewing the different uh, posters that we had to put up, the marketing materials and whatnot. But then at the end, we all had to make our own Naked Chicken Chalupa, and it was like, it was so good. Uh, and they even gave us out. They they give, gave us these uh, tickets that we can uh, give out to people. It's like a free voucher for a naked chicken chalupa. And I mean, gosh, I I, I had to keep like a handful just for myself uh, because, <laughs> yo, I mean, avocado ranch things were so good. Fried chicken, yes, shell, that's the you one. You know, like that yeah. was probably the best thing they had on their menu um, while I was working there, at least. Uh, so super fond memories at, at the Bell. So you got to live moss. At the bell. <laughs> was it uh maybe I'm thinking the chicken chalupa is avocado ranch. I remember that. Didn't they originally have like two or three variants of it? Or is that the the chick stars, which were like the the weird nugget things? I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> Please hold for technical difficulties. So while we wait for Omar to get back, let's talk about the Taco Bell uh menu. Let's see, the chicken naked chicken chalupa wiki. Mm, there it is. And according to this, oh, you bastards, it doesn't say. How would you not know? Are you still there? How do you call yourself a Taco a Taco Bell fan? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> nope, you're good. So uh, we had a slight technical difficulty there. We're all good now. So apologies if there's anywhere jumping audio. We can just edit through that. That's no problem. Uh, while you were gone, I was looking on Bing for the uh, release year of the Chicken Chalupa, the Naked Chicken Chalupa, which apparently was 2017. Yep, that's actually the year I graduated, um, 2017. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought it was 2014. See, I was confusing that with the uh, the Chick Stars. I don't know if you remember those. They were like crunch wraps, but they had like fried chicken pockets in them or something like that. Oh, I don't even remember the Chick Stars. When you when you were saying like the three different variants, I kind of got that mixed up for, with the other thing that we did too. Like, remember, it, it was almost wrapped like a cheesy gordita crunch, but... It was like three different flavors and they were only like a dollar. I forgot what those ones were called. Uh, the ones that they did like two years ago where it was like a, it was like a burger bun type taco show. Yeah, I think so. They, we've just hmm. been doing a lot. But if you really re- like look at what it is, it's just the same ingredients just in a different <laughs> way. <laughs> you're giving away their secret. Oh, yeah, you're true. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Um, but I mean, I have the, the inside scoop of how it looks. Um, and it's really, you know, even if I tell you what they're doing or how they're doing it, they're just, they just do it in a special way. Um, yeah, you can't just, you can't copy, cannot be replicated. So let let me ask you this. I I think I I know the answer based on how you talk about Taco Bell, but you know, 
people Taco Bell has that negative association connotation for arbitrary reasons where people get on some, they're like, Oh, you know, their meat comes through a tube and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Obviously it's just an efficiency means of getting food out the door in a fast way to get, you know, meet the needs of your customers. But having worked at Taco Bell, do you think Taco Bell is disgusting or unsanitary or gross or, or do you stand by the bell? I definitely stand by the bell. We have uh we, yeah, like, I can vouch right now, and usually I would plead the fifth, but I'm on Xbox <laughs> on. Um, like, I can vouch that we have high sanitary standards, you know, at least at, at my uh, Bell location. Um, okay. So we, we make sure that when you get your – I'm saying we like I still work there, and that's that's the impact, okay. the lasting impression that, that Sir, they left on You're a service champion for life. Yes, literally. Um, you know, so, yeah, well, I, we're not going to serve you horse meat. Nothing like that. Um, the beans are made a little suspect to, to you know, to me. Um, I never oh. really saw, you know, how, how beans are supposed to be made. But, um, yeah, uh, that looked kind of kind of questionable. But aside mm. from that, like, uh, everything looked 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 A-OK to me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. At this point in my life, I'm, I'm so deep down the Taco Bell rabbit hole that you could you could tell me, like, Taco Bell meat is made from like the meat of like St. Jude's Hospital <laughs> children, and I would be like, "Oh, that's sad," and then continue to eat my Taco Bell. I'd, I'd I'd feel don't get me wrong, I'd feel bad about it, but I'd still eat Taco Bell probably. Taco Bell is always there for you, like, uh, you know, like whenever you need it after the pregame, <laughs> after the party, you know, after after <laughs> you know uh, after a night. grind sesh, you know, trying to. To study for for finals like taco bell is always yeah. there in the morning even you know like <laughs> yeah no one's as, as reliable as that honestly yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of just young brands in general but that's a whole different conversation yeah what's that they're just uh I, I don't even know what they are anymore it's just pizza hut and kfc right other than taco bell yeah that's all i know um mm -hmm. and um i don't know if you know about uh what's the fish joint that they also have which one long long john silvers yeah long john Sir silvers Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's part of them as well. I might be interesting. Might be lying, but yeah. I'll take and um, Xbox likes likes Taco Bell too. We've what, had some what? console console giveaways there. Oh yeah, yeah, promotional. Yeah, absolutely. Halo Infinite even had one uh, recently, back in like 2021 or something or 2020, I think. Yeah, Xbox backs the bell for sure, and for good reason. So there you go. You're not a real Xbox fan if you don't eat Taco Bell. Forget what your doctor says about your health. You heard it here, folks. Uh, first. Oh, Xbox Live. <laughs> okay. We should probably move on from uh, Taco Bell, but uh, we can always come back to it if we need to. Um, so we got through your, so we went through your childhood, your exposure to some games. So you'd say like some of the most formative gaming experiences to you were probably playing Wii Bowling, Halo 2, Kingdom Hearts, WWE. Am I getting that right? Uh, yeah. I, I think in the, in the early stages, yeah. I definitely spent a lot of times on that. But a few honorable mentions. I like The Sims a lot. Um, hmm. Sims 3 was the one I spent a lot of time on. I think it was just the perfect game for that age. Um, and I played it honestly on the on the 360. I didn't have a PC or play it on PC for a long time um, until recently. Ooh. And uh, but yeah, and then uh, we're, we're also kind of glossing over GTA, which all of high school I was on GTA. That was like my my yeah. number one game. And then also from 2007 i've been playing 2k 
like NBA 2K um, mm-hmm. each year. But I've kind of fallen off a little bit just because there's not that much time in the day. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, those games yeah. in the transformative years is where I spent the most time. Yeah, I now think, I, I think GTA, so GTA in particular is like probably like the most appealing game to people who are by law too young to purchase GTA. Oh yeah. There's I mean, like, there's something so extra exciting about being 13 and playing GTA, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the, just the mindless years where all you want to do is drive on the sidewalk. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the demographic. Uh, Why for GTA. can't it be this way in real life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like GTA five, like that's, there's a reason people are still buying it now. And they're still yeah. making sure that that is, um, you know, the the newest generation con- consoles are also consuming that game. Uh, it was a, just a special one. Um, and so I have high hopes for GTA 6 uh, whenever that comes out or whenever it's announced or whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, GTA 5 definitely hit the mark. Yeah, that was a I fell off for a few years after Vice City, but GTA 5 was definitely the one to pull me back in for sure. Vice City was good, too. Oh man, I just like the aesthetic a lot. Yeah, yeah, the aesthetic was really fun. Like, where else can I actually go to a comedy club and listen to Cat Williams? What, like, <laughs> in the game? Like, yeah, I I love that one. And then yeah, yeah the Spider Man's. Uh, those were good too. Um, going on back on the PlayStation side of things. Um, oh, you mean like the Treyarch games ones. for uh, the movies? Yeah, yeah, I really love that. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I especially Spider-Man one and two. I probably played those games. God, like 8.6 trillion times. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, is that the one where you can deliver pizza? Uh, that was Spider-Man two. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. See, I have like a very specific, specific, uh, memory of delivering pizza, not trying not to swing too crazy or else the pizza will get messed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was just good. <laughs> The freaking good good times. They need to add like a mod either. if they haven't already to the new Spider Man. I would. Yeah, that's what we're waiting. That's what we're waiting for. Because <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I as soon as I already I already bought it at full price once on on PS4, but once it drops in price on Steam and the mods are like really thriving, that's when it's time to jump back in and play some yeah. insane mods. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then there's a lot still coming on the PlayStation side of things that I'm that I'm uh looking forward to, like oh, yeah? um Ragnarok for sure. Like I haven't play the other god of war all the way through yet but um there's so much hype around it i want to see what it's all about um and it looks like beautiful on the tv i have now um Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to play more like 4k games and get into that um but my backlog just continues to grow because of game pass i know dude it will that it's like one if you want to like live a peaceful fulfilling life you just have to learn to accept that you will never accomplish your backlog you just have to have this relationship with with it where sometimes you feel like you're getting on top of it and sometimes you're getting buried by it. And that's, yeah. it just is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because like we, we just got past August and all those games that dumped into the service. And like I, I'm trying to get into to Tinykin. Um, like that it's looks so like good. a really fun oh, platformer. So very kind and like, you know, like just friendly. And it's like, like one of those cute games, you know. Yeah. I really want to get into that and play it. Have you had a chance to dive in? Oh, I, I beat it in almost in one sitting. I, I it was like one sitting, got through like eighty five percent of it, and then Seriously? I finished the rest the next day. 
it was it was so good yeah oh my gosh that's awesome okay yeah it lots of i i, I loved pikmin growing up and it has a lot of pikmin influence has some uh, paper mario influence aesthetically um, but it's a lot less stressful than pikmin because you're not timed or anything it's just very take your time explore the puzzle solving is super intuitive and fun and just really satisfying to uh collect everything in a level and solve all the little things and it's a it's a very fun game perfect game to like put on a podcast and just zone out and have a good time it's perfect game to listen to xbox on and just <laughs> get into ti- some tiny kin all right yeah it's, it's definitely jumped <laughs> up on uh on my list after hearing that from you uh, another good game that, that just dropped um on well, on game pass specifically um is immortals phoenix rising like that's that's one i'm trying to get into i know there's some fatigue around the gaming community uh, when it comes to, like these big uh open world games but i think it has some cool personality to it have you had a chance to check that out uh i played when it first came out they had that free demo or, or whatever I, I gave that a go i thought i thought it seemed promising i just never got around to it what about you i did load it up i actually got that one physical um but i got that at the same time that I got Valhalla because that's when I got my Series X and I was just I was actually working at GameStop um, in between oh, look at you. me finishing the uh, my first internship at Xbox. I had to wait a year until I could come back to Xbox full time for my rotation and, and move to Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while I was still in California, um, I I worked at GameStop just so I could keep my ear to the streets. You know, hear what the gaming folks were talking about. Uh, we were, I was actually working there when cyberpunk came out and I was there when everybody was hyped for it. And then mm. when people weren't so hyped for it and uh, <laughs> frankly returning it, yeah. um, but, you know, thankfully that that's, uh, gotten updated and whatnot, but I was oh, there for all of it. That's interesting. Did, 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 was that like a, I never even thought about that. Like the physical retail aspect of it. Like when cyberpunk came out, was there. Was that like a thing? Did, was there like a top-down memo from GameStop about like how to handle the specific game that is just being returned at an unusually high rate? Yeah, honestly. Uh, so I w- my specific location was in a tricky situation uh, because towards the end of December of that year, we actually, mm-hmm. for, for an unrelated reason, that location was shutting down. Uh, and so we mm-hmm. were starting to take things out uh, like towards the end of that month. Uh, but what happened was, is we had to, we had to defer to the other stores to make their returns. Like they couldn't return it back Mm -hmm. to us anymore. So there was a couple weeks really where I was working and people were coming to give back their cyberpunk copy and we were just directed to point them to the other store. So I don't know what, Mm. yeah, I don't know what that GameStop location did whenever they got met with these people that were sending to them. Uh, but there was quite a bit of them and I was like, wow, yeah. like, that, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I bought that game on base PS4, I'd probably feel the same way, but yeah, uh, that's yeah. funny. It, what it, I wonder if that was just like a, a whole like thing game. Maybe that was like a whole way around having to refund it. Every branch would just be like, oh, actually you got to go to the next game stop to return it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of our payback, like the GameStop employees payback because we have to be uh, we, we get met with people that are so upset because we don't have the new PS5 or the new Xbox Series X every single yeah. day. Um, and so this was just like kind of our um, payback. You're like, yeah, go to that store and that store will <laughs> most likely put you to another store across the town. 
Yeah. Oh man. So you, you know, the retail pain, just the absolute, it's like, you want to be reasonable and not just be insulting towards people. But at the same time, it's like, are you living under a rock? Do you really think you're just going to waltz into a GameStop and just happen upon a PS five a month after it comes out? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Honestly, I, I love like the, the fact that I have pretty humble roots uh, because I'm, I was able to get some experience in food service working than uh, the retail space. Uh, and I feel like work, you know, just being brought up where I was brought up, it kind of allows me to have a deep sense of empathy. And then also, you know, um, well, yeah, just empathy and un- understanding the people around me. Um, and I think that translates well into the marketing that, that um, goes out now um, from Xbox. No, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, not to oh, get no, too that's, serious. No, that's a, that's a great outlook, man. I, I worked yep. in restaurants for 10 years. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, you're you're absolutely right. <laughs> Those are yep. jobs where uh, people will come in and they they just assume a lot about you and treat you a certain way, and and your job th- there is to make sure people have a good time and are taken care of. So, yep, totally understand. It's it's definitely a good experience. It teaches you a lot of patience and, like you said, definitely empathy. All right, um, I say we move on if you're ready to kind of divulge a little bit more about your Xbox, your time at Xbox. So, uh, yeah, so. So you're in school in Atlanta and then you get accepted into this ACE program, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so h- how does that work? Are there like certain companies that are like more, I, I guess, like kind of partnered with the program? Oh, I guess is how uh, I... so, yeah. So to answer your question, it's actually a Microsoft specific program. Um, hmm. So it's, yeah, like it's the Microsoft ACE program and it's oh, also okay. even more specific to marketing. So is made um, to target, you know, marketing students who are interested um, in Microsoft and, and the um, library of brands that we have to choose from. Um, oh, that's highly and, specific. And yeah, so uh, I was, you know, I, I, I've done a lot of different internships. Um, I did some in like the banking field with JP Morgan, also mm. like on like the lifestyle side, like places like uh, StockX. And then I did like some freelance marketing on my own. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, like Microsoft was always on that list. And I also just wanted to dive into the tech space and, uh, get into the creative side of marketing. Um, and so, yeah, like the ACE, some ACE recruiters, uh, reached out to me on LinkedIn and they asked me if I knew about the ACE program and which I respond, yes, I, you know, I do know about it and I'm very interested. And so they, uh, said that I should apply. Uh, and so I did. And shortly after I had like my pre-screening call. Uh, and so I was just in my dorm just answering uh, situational questions, giving them my background. Um, and then I also sprinkled in a lot of, you know, uh, memories of just being in, 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 in interested in gaming. Uh, hmm. And, and I, I sprinkled that in as much as I could uh, to kind of steer them uh in yeah letting me be in the gaming org if i <laughs> not office 365 not office 365 <laughs> yeah i mean yeah like there's obviously there's a ton i can learn from uh office 365 or uh whatever it may be but i i really wanted to to, to be in gaming i made that extremely clear yeah um, so i had a pre-screening and then like a phone interview and then i think after those two i was asked to, to go over to uh to redmond fly from washington to redmond to do this like interview super day where all of the uh 
people that were applicants at that time had to go through like four back-to-back interviews on um, Microsoft's campus in Redmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just interviewed by four different uh, people that were current marketers, I believe. And they had just questions about their, their, their respective brands and what we, where we saw ourselves in five years, why we want to be a part of the ACE program, um, et cetera. And uh, I got into the program and then eventually got placed into the Game Pass team. Uh, and that's where I am now. That's awesome, dude. That's, yep. that's gotta be such an exciting, uh, moment. So uh, how does, so you're saying that they, they literally just found you on LinkedIn or did you, yeah. you took any steps to like, so it's just, you're just extremely, extremely fortunate that, that you kind of had a vision of where you wanted to be. And it's just, that's where it kind of all went. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot, uh, cause I kind of use my LinkedIn and I implore anybody who just wants to get into corporate America or, or even just, uh, even in entrepreneurial spaces, just want to get connected with the right people is to make your LinkedIn an extension of yourself. And like one of your main, um, your, your main networking forces. Uh, cause I was always updating my, my LinkedIn and connecting with recruiters and reaching out to them. Um, and so I've, I'm not sure if I was already connected with the specific recruiter, mm-hmm. uh, but I was connecting with, with them all the time and sending out um, emails mm-hmm. and, and messages to, to a lot of different companies. Uh, and so I, 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 I did that. I put a lot of um, just when I would finish the internship, I would make posts about that as well. Microsoft on the engineering side came to my school with like the STEM program a little bit. Uh, and I've, I met with some people there, not recruiters really, but I was really just on my networking, my, my networking grind for a while. So I'm pretty sure there might've been some word of mouth before I was reached out to. Um, but yeah, honestly, LinkedIn was where I was, um, asked to, to apply to the program. And there really wasn't any other, um, you know, thing other than that. And just showing up at career fairs, um, that attributed to me getting the role. I mean, well, it's, it. So it sounds like you, but you knew what you were doing. It's a lot of like, Hey, I know where to be focusing my energy and how to position myself to make myself stand out and be attractive to recruiters and, and opportunities. So that's cool, dude. That's dude. That, that, those waters are so tricky to navigate, especially in college. It just makes no sense. So that's, that's awesome that, um, you know, you're able to position yourself to make yourself stand out and ultimately get those kinds of opportunities. Definitely. Um, And I, I do feel like I have to, um, also like, give a lot of credit to my school. Morehouse specifically is a, is a really special school. Um, you know, it's, it's an all male HBCU. Um, I, I feel like I have thousands of brothers over there. Um, and it's a very special place because the, uh, the counselors there are invested in your growth and development. I, I made, I declared what I wanted very early on freshman year and reinforced that over and over again. And I feel like they also put me in the position to, to, to grow and, and network. Uh, and so that on top of just me doing a lot of research and just grinding hard on my own, uh, I think is what got me in the right position. Yeah, that's really cool stuff, man. Tell my college to uh, be better. <laughs> All I did was tell me to read a bunch of books and then we talked about our feelings. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's because I chose literature, but... <laughs> um, so that's cool. So you, so now you're working at Xbox. Um, that's, that's a crazy move all the way from Georgia to Washington. Oh Um, yeah. So what's, uh, what's, so 
tell me what that looks like when I guess like when you start the role, you're you're moving. What's it like being on the Microsoft campus for the first time? What's that that first month or, of the job look like the training situation? What's a day in the life look like? You know, tell us a little bit about getting put into the Game Pass marketing team and, and, and what all entails. OK, well, yeah, there, there's a lot there because like coming into Xbox and also being a fan of Xbox or just a fan of gaming in general or just a fan of consumer marketing uh, in general is it's just it's, it's it's amazing. Like it's a it's a great feeling because you're there with with world world class marketers, very innovative mm-hmm. thinkers and just honestly, like uh, people that share your interests. And so I thought that was super cool. You know, before I thought what I was into was kind of nerdy. Um, and it is, you know, but like being a nerd is kind of cool now, yeah. <laughs> which is, but the, you know, that's awesome. But being there with Microsoft specifically, uh, I was just able to meet a lot of great people and with Xbox, um, that was super cool. But then moving from Atlanta to Redmond was kind of tricky because one, it was, uh, COVID still. And so yeah, I was basically wow. still remote, but I was living here, uh, and it was, still new and i was like having to deal with four seasons and it, it's uh you know seattle weather is it's its own kind of beast uh it has a beautiful summer but then like a lot of rainy rainy seasons um mm-hmm. but then they also have like a, a whole bunch of cool outdoor things to do uh and i kind of just had to immerse myself into like what is the culture around here um and i thought that was honestly the fun part because it was just kind of starting anew uh, in oh, a yeah. new space um, with a new job um, that I actually got energized by. But then joining my team, they were super welcoming. They wanted to, to get my perspective, just knowing that uh, I'm much younger, you know, going into the, uh, the industry, having a unique background. Uh, I think I had a lot to contribute there, and they were very, like, all for me making those contributions early. Uh, and then when it came to Game Pass specifically, that was just such a great brand to get on top of because I don't know if you remember that year, but we had a lot of great things come into Game Pass. It was it was buzzing on Twitter every day, uh, and it was just a, a, a place with a lot of energy, and mm-hmm. we just wanted to fuel that momentum as much as possible. And being a part of, of doing that uh, was, was surreal from the start. That's cool. So do you get, do you get like, I don't, I don't know anything like, do you get assigned to certain games or like, how does that like, are there, what kind of projects did you get to work on during that, that first year? Oh yes. Um, I, I would love to talk about this. Um, so I was assigned as what's called an integrated marketer or marketing communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was doing that for the PC Game Pass SKU specifically uh, of Game Pass. Um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, before we were actually called Xbox Game Pass for PC. Right. Um, but we actually made that that change uh, because we are like the PC SKU is specifically designed and curated for enriching the experience of PC players, um, and and that we don't want it to be you know Xbox Game Pass for PC just an extension, an extension of our, our console Game Pass presence to PC gamers. No, we wanted to create something bespoke for the PC community. Uh, and so I got to really um, lead the charge when it came to our uh, storytelling on the PC 
uh, the PC SKU specifically uh, for Game Pass. And I thought that was uh, super awesome because, uh, for one, I got to uh, learn a little bit more about uh, gaming culture by uh, tapping into the PC audience. Uh, as I kind of mentioned before, I was more of a console player uh, for the majority of my life and uh, still now. Uh, but PC gaming is a, it's a specific uh, and, and it's bespoke on its own. Uh, and so uh, we had to work on how we were going to celebrate the games that were coming into our service, uh, but then resonate well with the PC audience and, and let them know that we have this great PC offering um, that is not by any means going to replace or is intended to replace steam but it could be a nice like complimentary um mm. you know thing that can add to your your gaming experience where you can you know you you already understand like we have 100 plus high quality pc games that you can just dive into a lot on day one uh and storytelling around that was just it was easy on, on, because we were honestly just celebrating the 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 value that we're bringing rather than trying to sell you on it um because right. Nobody wants to be um, sold to. Yeah. Especially when you have a product like Game Pass, which kind of sells itself. Right. Uh, and so yeah. uh, in order to do that, and I thought that this is probably the, the thing I had the most fun with, uh, we were able to just partner with um, content creators and just mm -hmm. tell the story straight from those who are enjoying the games authentically. Uh, so I got to work with, you know, Myth, um, oh, wow. and we got to do a cool – um, campaign um, around uh, our three-for-one offer uh, last June where you can get three months of uh, Game Pass for a dollar. Uh, mm -hmm. We were able to do something really fun there where he, uh, he it's Timmy and QT Cinderella, um, formed a pop group and made a custom song. Uh, and we rolled that out over Twitter. That was mm -hmm. a very fun uh, campaign to be a part of. I got to go to LA and... Um, shoot the um shoot the ad live uh oh, wow. that was super awesome um but then what i spoke to before when we changed the name from xbox game pass to for pc to pc game pass uh, mm -hmm. we actually had an opening spot um with dave and gata from the show dave um and that was at the game awards okay yeah, yeah that's the uh the hulu show right yeah no nah, okay Dickie. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen that ad many times before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the one. Um, and so they they really like Gata from the show uh, was like, why don't we just name it PC Game Pass? And yeah. Hundred Thieves was in that, uh, and that was like honestly another cool campaign that we got to work on. But yeah, there's there's many others. If I can, I'll name another one. Yeah, uh, name drop. Where Austin Evans. And your average consumer, we actually created like a series. It was really fun. Uh, it was uh, last year where every month we had a new uh, big title come into Game Pass. It was Back for Blood, Age of Empires 4, um, mm -hmm. Forza Horizon 5, and Halo Infinite to, to, yeah. to um, end this off with a bang. Uh, and we did this PC building series where... Uh, the two creators were creating like these awesome custom PCs based on the games. And mm. if you ever have like a chance or you just want to, to look at some cool PC builds, I would just look at it. Cause like Austin and Judner or your average consumers uh, chemistry was like really awesome. It was palpable. And yeah. On top of that, it was just like really cool looking rigs. And it was all about just celebrating the new games that came to our service and storytelling around that 
it's just super um it's it's a pleasure to do that's dude that's really cool that you got to be involved in so many especially like high profile kind of projects like that i actually used to love austin evans i used to watch his stuff a lot i uh i actually missed that entire series so i didn't know you guys did that which is really cool but uh oh yeah i'll I'll send it to you yeah i'll send you the xbox wire link yeah yeah yeah, I don't I should I should know these things. <laughs> I'm on Xbox Wire like every almost every day, like trying to find stories for the news and all that. But that, no, that's cool. That, that's yeah, really exciting. I believe so, that's on me, too. Right. You know, the awareness. <laughs> no, but, no, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot, you know, to keep up with gaming news. And it's, it's not. And a lot of times it's like you do see these things, but then a thousand other things happen in a course of a month or two. And then you just forget some of the old things because so many new things happen, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, but so. yeah, it's definitely fun stuff. Like I'll send you um, all the the cool things that, that uh, I was able to do in the span of a year. Um, but it was it was all great great stuff. Like we we did something for uh, Total War Warhammer Three with uh-huh. uh, Jesse Cox, where uh, we sent him like this this really cool. Um, it was like a giant stone that had Game Pass has PC games on it, written <laughs> in text, um, and within that was just a whole bunch of Total War Warhammer 3 goodies, some codes for him to give away for Game Pass um, on stream. And we had this um, blacksmith, his name is Alex Steele. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. And he we had him forge a photorealistic Warhammer straight from the game to send over to Jesse to smash open the box. Uh, I'll send that to you too. But like, that's just... A super extra over the top campaign that we did to celebrate one of our games, and we had just it was delightful just like putting that together. It was yeah. so out, out out of there or out of this world. And um, literally uh, after that campaign was finished, we had to figure out where to put the hammer, and it's in my apartment, just taking up space. Oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like fifty pounds. It's uh, a trophy, and yeah. I don't know where to put it right now. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll be in my man cave or something, but right now I'm just in a one bedroom apartment, so it's just yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> that's funny, but that, I mean, you know, it's a it's a nice. You can put it as like a centerpiece in the main room, and it's a talking point. People will ask about it, and you're like, "Funny story about that hammer." I'll, I'll just be like, "Yeah, read the plaque uh, that I have engraved right there next to it yeah. with a little picture." Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So you so you talk about like getting to also go to LA and things like that. Did you ever um? Aside from getting to work with like some high profile like content creators and things like that, do you ever get to um, visit any of like the studios, any of the dev teams? Oh yeah, um, f- yeah. Fun fact: um, I live in what's called Redmond Town Center, um, mm-hmm. and so it's like right here in Redmond, next to a few Xbox buildings, uh, right next to Turn Ten. Um, and so, if I were to walk over there, like you can see some like really cool cars just from the outside. Um, yeah. They have parked in the building and that's like right next to me. Like, uh, and uh, mm. I have a friend of mine that works at turn 10 uh, and obviously like a flurry of coworkers, but I always thought that was really cool, but I never yeah. got to tour the inside of that building. Mm-hmm. What I have got to tour was the halo museum because three, four, three is also right next to me. Uh, yeah. And I got to see the halo mu- museum and from all that you know about Halo, I feel like you'd really enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> lucky, lucky man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was honestly like very very cool. I was actually th- there with a, a friend of mine who uh, works on the gear shop. Yeah, uh, and I I spent a lot of time you know getting 
stuff on the gear shop. Uh, it was almost like a uniform for me wearing like a different Xbox t-shirt to work every single day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I got to get a little tour of, of the gear shop too. Uh, just like the storage and, and see what's, what's coming next uh, from the merch side. Um, but yeah, like shout out to the gear shop. Uh, there's a lot of cool, cool clothes on there. And yeah. Like, um, they, they do high quality merch. Yeah. I, I, I honestly love it. Like, the Daystrike camo hoodie, um, the Halo series, uh, mm. the, the Halo drop, um, even their, their stuff for Gears. Right now, they have a, a really cool campaign going on, I think, for suicide prevention. Um, and th- that's in partnership with Gears of War. And it's some pretty cool merch there, too. So you should oh. definitely check it out. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool to yeah. know. Yeah, I think the last thing I actually bought from the Gear Shop was probably when mixer was shutting down <laughs> i had to snag a mixer t-shirt real quick just to be like i'm, I'm gonna be that hipster that wears yeah. a mixer shirt out in public people be like yeah. oh what's that I'm like you don't even know you don't even you know twitch whatever Screw I'm, twitch. I'm right there with you <laughs> i have a mixer mug not a t-shirt oh, yeah? i have a mug yeah <laughs> rest in peace mixer i that i i really enjoyed that platform i wish i were uh, more aggressive about streaming back in those days <laughs> yeah yeah i mean maybe you alone probably could have saved it but um yeah oh I, oh yeah i'm sure and, that's that's yeah. definitely what would have done it <laughs> <laughs> but no that dude that's that's i'm so jealous i, I was hoping you'd say something like that because i know especially like turn 10 343 or in the area i remember like many years ago i think ryan mccaffrey on one of the ign podcasts had an interview uh with someone at turn 10 and he was he was going on and on about like how you know people who work at turn 10 are like Obviously, they're, they're not just like nerds and engineers and, and game designers, but they're like actual car enthusiasts. And if you see the parking lot at Turn 10, it's just like flooded with really interesting cars, project cars, personal, just uh, weekend cars and just all these kinds of crazy things. So I'm sure you've yeah. seen some fun stuff over there. I think, yeah, it's definitely true. I I do see my fair share of like really cool cars. And then also in Redmond Town Center, I don't know if that has anything to do with Microsoft, but it's just a hunch. But um, like every Saturday morning, like we there's like this car show that's that takes up the the parking lot that's right next to, to Microsoft and next to my apartment. And there's always like so many cool cars. And I have a sneaking suspicion that some of them are just like employees at Turn 10 that, that just yeah. come and, and, and probably bring their cars to show off a little bit. Uh, but that, that might be wrong, but, um, yeah, like there's, there's definitely some, some great car magic going on over there. Unrelated yeah. question or kind of related. Um, did you play the, uh, the Hot Wheels DLC for, for Forza? Uh, I, I, I bought it when it came out. I started it. I was having some issues with it at first. It wasn't, I think I had to reinstall it. Um, and then by the time I finally got it to work, it was one of those things where like, I got distracted with something else and I never came back to it. So I, I, I played maybe like 45 minutes of it. It's cool. It's yeah. definitely more Forza Hot Wheels. It's fun. But uh, definitely. I don't know. Definitely. Why? What'd you think? No, I haven't had a chance to play, but you actually were the one who got the other Hot Wheels game on my radar to begin with. Oh, yeah. Um, Hot Wheels like, Unleashed. Yeah. And That's so I've had a chance to play either, but, I, you know, I literally get a lot of my gaming news from you. So that's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're both good. I mean, uh, the Fort, the Forza expansion is very much um, like that expansion from uh, Forza Horizon 3. 
and then adding all the more modern um, things of Forza, like the seasons and multiple terrains and all that into the Hot Wheels DLC. But it's, they did an excellent job. I mean, dude, the thing about Playground is like they are just consistently just uh, their, their qual the quality of their output is just of such a high bar that alone like i it's like how do you go from cars to fable it's like i don't know but it, <laughs> i know that i have complete confidence that whatever they're going to make is going to be made with complete like thorough intent and care and it's yep. just going to be hyper polished because like that's that's what they put out uh i just yeah. i have so much respect for those guys at playground definitely yeah same here um it's it's um it's it's an honor, honestly, to be able to leverage, like, the work that they're putting together uh, for, like, marketing purposes and, like, storytelling around this. Because it, it's clearly a, a passion, you know, for them. Uh, the attention to detail goes beyond just, like, transactional and just um, putting it together for the sake of it. Uh, there's clearly, like, a lot of um, love that goes into these games. Uh, and you can see that with just, like, the quality that goes um, on the other side of it. So um yeah it, it continues to amaze me each day oh yeah yeah no, i Absolutely. think there are a lot of teams in a world where it's so like commonly accepted and understood that games are going to come out in the state they come out and you're just going to bear with it and wait for things to get better yep uh, playground continue just be one of the rare examples that's like you get the product when it's ready and it will yep. be perfect yeah yeah i, I love, love that. that yeah I'll, I'll bear with the delays trust me yeah <laughs> so i guess that kind of captures most of what i want to talk about in terms i guess your 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 time working at xbox oh i know you had some recently some exciting news with your job is that something i guess i, I assume it's something you're sharing i know because you shared it um do you want to <laughs> talk about that at all <laughs> yeah completely open um it will also just give some con some more context of, of the ace program also want to say mm -hmm. like if by any chance uh anybody connects with me um on linkedin or anything uh it's omar deandre smith uh if you do connect i'm definitely open with talking about the the ace program if this is something that interests you if you're a current um you know college student or uh in the graduate program or whatever it may be just let me know if any of this interests you uh but yeah uh the, the way it works is you have two full year rotations um aside from the internship uh, and so I just finished up my first one at Game Pass. It was uh, a, a great experience, loved every part of it. But now I'm actually moving on to my second rotation uh, where I had to move from to a completely different uh, Microsoft brand. Uh, and so it's Microsoft Surface, which I've already kind of spoken to. It was like my introduction into marketing in general. Uh, so I'm super pumped to be on, on this team. And instead of being an integrated uh, marketing uh, communications manager. Uh, I'll now just be a social media manager. So uh, you'll be seeing me a lot on Twitter um, and all of our different social channels, but I'll basically be uh, responsible for putting together these uh, social campaigns uh, for the mm -hmm. for the Surface brand uh, and promoting our hardware and devices and accessories. And I already kind of met my team last week. We went and saw a Mariners game uh, nice. and now, like, I, this is literally, like, my second week, and I'm still kind of getting into the swing of things. Uh, but I'm excited for what this year is going to hold. Dude, that's that's so exciting. You lucked out so much with the, <laughs> with the two divisions you could have been put in. It's like, okay, Xbox and Surface. It's like, yeah, that's the most 
fun and interesting part of Microsoft <laughs> from a consumer standpoint, at least, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that, that was a, a big part of it too. Like I knew I wanted to, to uh, be B to C. Like I love just connecting with people. Um, even like not from a non-brand level, just me personally, like as a person, I, I love like just building rapport with people and uh, connecting. Yeah. And so from, I, from a storytelling perspective, we're just telling stories and trying to connect with our community and fans and I would love to do that from the lens of, you know, an Xbox or a Surface that I personally am just bought into. Uh, and so yeah. I do feel like there's a little bit of luck involved in that for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not trying to take all the, the hard work out of your hands. That, I'm, oh, I'm not even going to say luck, but I, just, to, just to be clear. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's you. just I, I just think it's awesome. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Dude, please do me a favor, though. Social media marketing for Surface. You guys got to yeah. drive home the Surface Duo, okay? <laughs> it's my daily phone. I love this thing to death. Yeah. Right now, I, lo- I love you, Surface team. We got to drive this thing a little harder. I understand it's a little bit in- of a niche product. You're not trying to be the next iPhone or Galaxy device, but the Surface Duo is a wonderful phone. I love this thing to death. It doesn't get enough love, I think, from, from influencers, from media, from Microsoft itself. Guys, Surface Duo, come on. Two screens okay. are better than one, baby. <laughs> Jesse, if you were looking Disgusting. at me right now, I'm, I'm taking my Surface Pen on top of my Surface <laughs> tablet on OneNote, and I'm penciling that in. It sounds so. like such an integrated ad. I just, I swear to God, I just, I just <laughs> happen to really love Surface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I already know that you use the Duo. Um, you post about it. You talk about it on Xbox On, um, and I'm, I'm loving that for you. So. Uh, yeah. hopefully we are able to say some stuff about, uh, about, um, the duo or whatnot. Um, but I'm glad that you personally are loving it. <laughs> Thanks. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Hey, uh, before we wrap it up, I have some rapid fire questions. I feel like it would just be kind of a fun thing to start to wind things down with. Um, yes, you thought and, of everything. <laughs> I wish, I wish I actually wrote more of them down cause I feel like we might move a little faster, but, uh, Let's let's go. Favorite Xbox console? Series X. Okay. Uh, favorite <laughs> Xbox game? Oh man. Um, shoot. Uh, just because they're rapid questions doesn't mean I have to be rapid, right? No, um, you can take your time. You can explain yourself if you'd like to. Oh man. Okay. My favorite Xbox game. You have two seconds. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I do want. To, to say halo but i don't want to just say like the the one of the biggest temple franchises um i actually i don't want to sound like an xbox on shill though because i want to say sunset sunset overdrive but you talk about that so much that like no, it, hey <laughs> if, if it's your pick it's your pick man it's my pick yeah sunset, sunset overdrive, overdrive. yeah so that's that is the correct pick no <laughs> that's that's a great pick <laughs> <laughs> okay uh what is the uh this is a good one just because there's so many uh upcoming xbox game that you're most looking forward to oh man okay i'm really really i i want to hear more about it i i, I want to see it see, see more of it but um redfall uh i think is going to be big um oh yeah i'm very much so looking forward to, to that game um i was i was pretty much bought in from the start so i'm, I'm trying to see some more about it Redfall yeah. is my pick. I'm with you, dude. I know like Redfall and uh, Starfield are the two big ones. And I know for like 90% of people, it's it's Starfield. But 
I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm leaning a little more Redfall, and I'm not usually yep. an arcane guy, but something about this game, I feel like it, it's 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 gonna it's gonna resonate with me. Yeah, I mean, I I really liked Dishonored um, a lot, so um, mm. I think I think Redfall is gonna be fun. Cool. Uh, let's see, tacos or burritos? Uh, I like tacos more, um, mm. for sure. Yeah, is is that wrong? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's 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 your pick. Uh, pizza <laughs> but, or chicken wings? Uh, wings. Yeah, I have a, a slogan with, with me and my girlfriend. We say wings and fries will never die. Um, we love this is true. we love ourselves some wings. Okay, Coke or Pepsi? Mm, okay, Coke for sure. Um, okay. I like I like Coca Cola. Just because you're from Atlanta, I'll let it slide. <laughs> uh, so ta- tacos, wings, and Coke. Yeah. Um, like I, that's how I know I did it correctly because even that combination together sounds delicious. That yeah, well, and any combination of these items would work, but <laughs> I, I think I'm the exact opposite with you on all three of these. I think I go burritos, pizza, and Pepsi. But I have to concede, pizza versus wings is a very difficult one because yeah. those are those are like neck and neck. There's to me at least, they're so good. And you know, if I order pizza, I'm most likely going to get a side of wings too. So yeah, that's why that's why I put them together because they, you know, it's a it's a match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, but I might order wings without getting a pizza, so I had to choose that because, uh, yeah, like I, I I love getting getting some wings in. Yeah, uh, but these when, are these but, are great questions. <laughs> except wings are like the most expensive food item in the world now. You would you would think chicken wings have become like caviar at this point. Yeah, I wish wings were underground. They went mainstream, and now, <laughs> and now we have to pay top dollar. Now we we're only able to get the thighs nowadays. There's shortage. Yeah. So. Oh man, that's all, that's the only chicken we buy is thighs. It's the cheapest <laughs> and it's the best flavor. We're like, yep. no, we don't we don't do anything else. <laughs> but this, I didn't write this one down, but just because I don't want to sound like a complete like shill for Xbox, what is your favorite non Xbox specific game, or uh, better yet? Favorite game that does not appear on an Xbox console. Yeah, so that, that I mean, takes, sorry, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, I mean, even when I first played Kingdom Hearts, that was on the PlayStation 2. Like, it took a while for it to come to Xbox. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. But, you know, and you know this very well, like, Xbox is, is, is not all about the, the, the console wars. We believe in gaming for everyone and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got a PS5. Um Recently, oh, actually, because it took me a while to to be able to get it, I got the yeah. Xbox Series X because of my plug from working at GameStop. Uh, mm. But now that I, I I got like a um, you know a TV that can actually run 4K, I wanted to, to try out some of the uh, the PlayStation exclusive games. Mm. Um, so I recently played Miles Morales. I thought the story was pretty quick, um, so I'm yeah. gonna put that at number one. It's definitely uh, like a like a supplemental spinoff game, but it's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so I'm I'm excited to see what what they come uh, come with next. Uh, but right now, I'm really interested in uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. I'm a big anime person, uh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I love I yeah I love that, and I love like just Japanese um, like content. And so yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is really hitting on that. It's a very visually appealing game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Mm. Uh, and so from the other side, looking at like PlayStation, um, I think Ghost of Tsushima is a, a, a great franchise. I don't know if okay. you asked me what I'm looking forward to or what I'm actually playing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, 
I just want to okay. share just share some general gaming love in general. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is a cool, a cool one. Um, yeah. Nintendo wise, what do I think is coming? I want them because I, I have the the uh, the Switch Sports, but they didn't add baseball, so I'm looking forward to when they decide to do that. Mm. And um, yeah, uh, I don't know much more from the Nintendo side that I can um, talk about. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think I'll just say those two. Yeah, those are good picks. I think. Yeah. I mean, we're we're on the eve as we're recording. We're on the eve of a, a pretty big Nintendo Direct, so I think we're gonna have some good Switch games announced pretty shortly here. But yeah, yeah. And, and did you watch that? Um, the the Ubisoft uh, Connect. Uh, I didn't. I, I followed the news, but I, I didn't watch the event itself. No. Okay. Lots yeah, of I, lots I, of Assassin's I, Creed. Yeah, I gotta dive more into it, but they have you know Japanese Assassin's Creed. I think coming. Uh, yeah, and so finally. I'm very interested in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been asked for quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah, uh, that's definitely on my radar. And then I think I read an article to where there might be they might be exploring multiplayer. Um, what another fun fact? Maybe if, if it's fun to you, uh, when I got my Xbox One, uh, the first game I played on it was Unity, and so I'm loving the fact that they're considering multiplayer again. Yeah, uh, and hopefully they do it because I'll definitely give it a shot. Oh, you know, I, dude, I never even realized that 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 was a at one point a thing they had multiplayer and then they took it out. I never even that never even dawned on me. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't play the... a lot of Assassin's Creed, but um, every now and then there's one that will like really get my attention. And I think that Japanese one's going to be it. Yeah. So that's that's the the one thing about gaming it's the gift that keeps on giving like you you put your hopes into different things and um <laughs> you know hopefully it meets your expectations but um i yeah. have high hopes for that one so i think it's good to be cautiously optimistic but at the same time gaming is more fun when you just you know just put your your love into it and just hope for the best so that's what i'm doing yeah that's awesome man I think that's uh that's actually the beautiful the most beautiful way to wrap it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, B, I want to give you a chance. Like, if there, do you have anything you want to ask? Anything you want to say? Do you want to do any plugs or mention anything that I don't know? Like, if you have the floor, like, is there anything you want to say? Oh, I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I definitely just want to thank thank you for making this this, this podcast, man. Like, I I we were kind of talking before you hit record, but I just wanted to, to say it again. Uh, you know, during COVID, I was you know, listen to, to your podcast over and over again. Uh, because man, like I had just gotten this, this dream job at a gaming company that I've loved my entire life. And I wanted to just consume as much content as I could, uh, about Xbox and you provided that in spades. Uh, and then also it just sounded so conversational, uh, when I was desperately, you know, kind of needing that, that kind of, uh, I guess, you know, social interaction, uh, and, you know, even just listening to you rant about what you're eating or what you're playing, <laughs> or, uh, what Disney uh, ride you're going to ride next. I think that was uh, definitely needed for, for me and a lot of other folks. So, um, you know, just want to start off by saying, appreciate that. Uh, wanted to, again, you know, extend, if you haven't heard, if you didn't hear it before, um, that if you want to hear more about Xbox marketing um, or just gaming marketing in general, Definitely connect with me on LinkedIn, Omar DeAndre Smith. Uh, I also tweet about gaming uh, and, and just my personal take. I'm always looking for friends to play with. Uh, so Omarketer underscore on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, it's literally just Omar and then Kitter. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, same thing for for uh, my Xbox gamer tag. It's just a marketer without the underscore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just want to play games with you all, connect with you. Um, and I think that will be, be it. I just want to, uh, ex- you know, just connect with the Xbox on fam a little bit. But aside from that, I really have no plugs other than, you know, hi, mom, Kiana. That's my girlfriend, Chantel. That's my older sister. Um, Hendrix, my my nephew. If you ever get around uh, listening to this, you shouldn't be on Spotify. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to, to shout out everybody, mom, dad, whatnot. Um, but that'll awesome, be all. Man. And then thanks, Xbox, the team. Uh, I'll see you soon. Um, had a great year with you. Um, and then shout out to Surface, where I'll be spending this next year. Hell yeah. Shout out to Surface. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Thank, thank you so much, Omar. I appreciate, honestly, your kind words. That genuinely means a lot to me. And uh, I appreciate you agreeing to do the show. I hope I hope everyone listening to it enjoyed it. Obviously, something very different for this podcast. But I'd love to do something like this again. Honestly, if you ever have an idea or want to be on the show, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you back on Xbox On. I, I, I don't know. This is fun. So thank you for your time. Yeah. Thanks for, for doing this. And uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe. And uh, I don't know if you know how the way we end this, but Omar, if you'd like to do the honors, uh, we can. We'll, <laughs> we'll edit this part out. But I say, power your dreams. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Fun fact: uh, one of my coworkers, Josh Muncie, uh, uh-huh. he uh, ran that that uh, campaign. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah. In, I see him. On, words I, of, I follow him on Twitter. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, in the words of uh, my good friend Josh Muncie and uh, Jesse DeRosa of uh, Xbox On, uh, <laughs> sit tight. Uh, Live life to the fullest, empower your dreams.